When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday. Lori and Julia's show. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It's Holly Roberts, Miss Shannon, and uh, yours truly, Donnie Love. We are filling in for Lori and Julia today. And if it's this time on a Friday, it can mean only one thing. You guys know that song? Time for Lori and Julia to beat beat Shazam. Shazam. Are you guys ready? I yeah. think so. Wait, yeah. remind me, am I supposed to shout my name out when I know the answer or just shout the answer? Uh, what would you like to do? No, no, no. I want to know. I, okay. You you asked like, uh, there are name. rules to say this game? Shout out your name. Shout out because your name. I tried to abide by some rules okay. earlier we'll, this week. We'll do the, and we'll do the shout work. out your name. Okay, shout I was going to at least attempt. To, to, no, usually it's like, what? Should I, should I introduce it like a game show host? Yes, because this is your shot, Don. Yeah. Hey, welcome to another fabulous edition of Beat Shazam here on My Talk Water 7. Well, we got a couple of wonderful contestants today. First of all, from Little Canada. She's into catching butterflies and throwing pots and hasn't had a date in five years. It's Holly Roberts. Hey. And she'll be playing against Miss Shannon. She doesn't have a last name and we don't know where she lives because she's in the Witness Protection Program. Yay. All right, ladies. Are all you right. ready? Ready. Ready. We're going to take a, a trip through the decades oh, as boy. we start. In the 1960s. I need you to identify the artist. Here we go. Holly. Yes, Holly. That would be Sir Tom Jones. Well done. No, yes. Tom Jones. Yeah. I knew Tom that. Yeah. Yes. Good My job. mom said I used to watch the Tom Jones shows like uh, kids watch Sesame Street. It would come on and I'd go, oh, this is fun, mom. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Yes. My dad was a huge fan of Tom oh, Jones. What's not to like? Yeah, yeah. your dad had good taste. Mm-hmm. All right. With a point for Holly as we okay. move into the 1980s. And I want you to tell me who's this. Yes, Holly. Uh, Donna Summer. Oh, yes. Donna Summer doing her version Someone of McCarthy. Someone left the cake out in the rain. Is that the one that was so seven minutes long? Was yes. that the really long song? The original version and was okay. seven minutes long. Okay, see, this isn't part of the game. Oh, sorry. Well, now you have rules. Now you I got really excited. I like that song. You did a good selection today. Two so points. Jimmy you. Webb. For ho- yes, Jimmy Webb wrote that. Okay. Two points for Holly. Miss uh, Shannon, as Holly likes Holly. to say on Throwback, has yet to score. Ah. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. As we move into the 90s, who's this? You get a fast car. Shannon. Uh, yes, Shannon. Tracy. Uh, 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 I need a last name. Oh, Got to uh, have a last name. Um, uh, oh, five seconds. Three, two, 
One. Uh, <laughs> What's her last name? I forgot. Chapman. Chapman. Yeah. I, my yes. brain was going Ashley, Tracy. who's my friend, yeah. and then Morgan, who is not right at all. Tracy Chapman. All right. Tracy Chapman. Oh, but Holly gets the point. Because I wanted those hair. I wanted that hair when I was young. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Let's move into the uh, the 90s. And I want you to tell me, now this was a, a hit in the 80s for Bananarama. Okay. And then it was covered in the 90s by this group. Shannon. Uh, yes. uh, it's, oh, dang, I shouldn't have busted. <laughs> a cover version from the 90s. Who did that? Oh, dear. Five seconds. Three, two, one. Bananarama. No, that was the original They covered version. themselves. They covered exactly. them. Holly, do you have any idea who the cover version was playing? I know we sang along to this. Was, was it remember? Bewitched? It was not. No, no. that's a good guess. No. Oh, that was the uh, Swedish hitmaker's Ace of Bass. Yes, oh, that's that's perfect. Oh, that Ace makes sense. Oh, Bass yeah. did that. All right, nobody got a point on Darn, that one. Okay. Sad. One more song into the two thousands, and I want you to tell me who this is. Well, you done done me in your bed. I felt Shannon. Yes, Shannon. Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz. It is, is Jason Mraz. I have a good Jason Mraz story. I would I love was, to hear it. I was in L.A. way back in We Shannon days, and I was in, and we went to go see a band at this little dumpy bar. And this band is now defunct, but we saw this really cool guy performing in this dumpy bar in West Hollywood. And he said, come outside. I have some CDs in the car. And we agreed to follow him. And I bought a CD from this dude out of his car, and I have it still. And that dude is now Jason Morass. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, so he was oh. opening for a band called Moxie Fruvis, who were very much like Bare Naked Ladies, Canadian band okay. that is now defunct. And so I have been a fan of Jason Mraz for. I'm glad that he did well. He was a nice guy. <laughs> and he didn't him. put us. He didn't put us in his trunk. He just sold us the CD <laughs> for five dollars. He wasn't a serial killer. <laughs> nope. nope. That's goodness. fantastic. Nope. nope. So Otherwise, somebody here. else would be filling in today. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What was it? So Holly, you got three. Shannon got. One? One. one, one, and one you didn't know at all because yeah, we uh-huh. didn't know Ace of Base. No, nope. cruel covered summer. Cruel summer. That was a deep one, Donnie. Uh, well, I got it. Wasn't like you did the sign. Again. That would be too easy. Oh, that yeah. was a jam. that was a jam. I feel though. I feel very uh, uh, happy with the choices. All of those were very fun choices, oh, Mr. Love. Really. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Sure. And I can't even yell at you because even the deep one was something that Holly we probably should have gotten. Yeah, <laughs> so. you remember it, <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's standard issue had that Ace of Bass oh, album gosh, the sign, yes. oh and we were summer. all doing the same dances, and we had the the slightly pl- the two, the pleated pants in the front that were not appropriate for anyone. No, no, no. A lot of ni- has to no. not look good on No, anyone. a lot of nineties fashions, not appropriate for anyone. No. But apparently all the kids are wearing them again. Mm. Well, fair enough. I've reached that point and when I go into the store, I'm like, I've already done that before. I know. And it didn't look good on me. No, last time. it didn't. No. <laughs> of course, this was prominently featured in that uh, a cappella group movie, the first one, right? Pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't they? I think they did this yes. song. Yeah. This is basically it was their Swedish version of the Running Man. Was a lot of going on in this video. Yeah, it was like, wind <laughs> machines, right? A lot running of wind man. machines. <laughs> anyway. Recognizing, wow, Donnie did not miss that song I, at all. <laughs> the thing is that we could sing the lyrics. I saw the sign over that track. And you wouldn't even notice. Like no. we could have just all their songs kind of had the same track. Oh, they did. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they, then the one did. guy would talk a little bit. Right. Doing the like the middle eight where he would talk very serious and I'm like this. 
<laughs> then they would go back into the course. the sign. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, I missed that. That was a fun era, though. As far it, it as, was. Yeah, as far as... That was 93. So yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Fun Donnie, times. I, I bet you miss playing that song. <laughs> I, I didn't have a problem with that song. Okay. I really didn't. I was okay with... You, you know, that's you only knew the ramp. You did you you tuned out, I, right? You yeah. knew how to you could talk up the ramp. Yep, and hit the post. And then you went Gotta and got coffee. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and you, right. yeah. like, we're, I'm out. We're getting too deep here. Okay, right, we Speaking need to take of, a break. Yes. Do we? Yeah, uh, we, yes, do. we do. We okay. gotta pay bills. All right, we'll be back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if And now Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Look, we have gone to a place during the commercial break, and we need to invite everyone into this place that we have gone to, <laughs> and that is dissecting Kids Bop. Oh. <laughs> we, the reason that we talked about this, so we went down a rabbit hole to set you up. Yeah. We were talking about Ace of Base in right. the current or in the previous segment. Then I asked Donnie, so I was like, Donnie, where did you work? At the time yeah. that that song was popular. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And? I, I was at the, some people might remember it, the Radio Oz AHS, which mm-hmm. was the kids' station. We ended up being nationwide. Radio mm-hmm. Oz. And, you know, <laughs> we did play the sign because we listened to the lyrics and we thought it was it was okay. We liked to throw in some, you know, top 40 stuff that was, that was Appropriate. okay. Appropriate. Yeah. yeah. That was okay for kids to listen to. Right. But something that you deemed inappropriate for children. Well, <laughs> uh, I actually remember... I actually remember getting a request for this. I said, could you play Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life? And I had to explain to the young person, well, that song is kind of about taking drugs. So no, we're not going to play that. And then, apparently... Miss Shannon, you found out that Kids Bops actually has did it, a version, has a version of, that. of Semi-Charmed Life. Of course they do. Of course, they clean up all the lyrics. But why would you even do that but as Kids Bops? But there's so many. Because of the, and, when they, and it's very loose. There's a couple of those songs where I'm going, even cleaned up, you still shouldn't. The subject matter is inappropriate. And I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes with these Kids Bop songs, they go, well, that's subtext. So they go along with it as well. The other thing that I found out while going through this ra- down this rabbit hole is that there is is a tour, a touring version of Kids Bop. So you can do Kids Bop live. And I'm glad my son does not want to go to these things. Yay! And so, <laughs> because it's actually going to be in Minnesota. There's two dates because they're going to play at Treasure Island. So you go and you get to see the Kids Bop lives and it sounds like there's fireworks afterwards. Oh, yeah. So that sounds Naturally. fun. Yeah. So they're going to be there and then they're not going to be at Vetterstone Amphitheater. And I think the last time I was there in Mankato, it was to see like, uh, 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 some other alt band. So the fact that I'm like, okay, that's what you do with your kids is you go, <laughs> you take them to Kids Bop Live. But Kids Bop I don't want to go. It's one of those things that you might as well just play the radio edit Agreed. of a particular song no, for the, your you have, children. Yeah, but there is no radio edits of some of these songs. There's no radio edit of Semi-Charmed Life. Well, that's okay. Then maybe they just don't need to listen well, to see, it. See, that has always been my point about Kids Bop. If, if the song isn't appropriate in its original form to listen to for a 10-year-old, right. don't go screwing around with the lyrics. <laughs> right. What's the point of cleaning well, it yeah, up? Right. What are you doing? Just I'm gonna leave look, it alone. I'm looking at the new one. So the, let's see. Kids we're Bop, up to Kids Bop 34. Oh, we're at 39 okay. now, Shannon. All right. Wow. Let's we see. have the 39th edition of Kids Bop. And the song that they kick it off with yes. is I Like It by Cardi B. <laughs> I mean, okay. you cannot. You, you can't play that play for a five-year-old. No, I, she, I don't. 
I'm not uh. that parent that thinks it's charming when my kid says out of pocket stuff. I'm not like <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. Let me put it on Insta. I like. I'm just not that parent, and I'm not. And I'm not even. Some people go, well, then you're being a prude. I am not. I just. I'm. I. I live in between, and I think that there's sometimes it's a good thing for your kid to be able to explore different things as they age. Yeah. So I just don't think that they. Ha- you know, I know that sometimes that's a different school of parenting where it's like you're so cool and you talk like an adult around your kid and you know that they're mature enough to handle it cool you have that kid i do not mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> and cardi, i'm not trying to be cool cardi you know? b yeah cardi I was, b. Right. Oh, just okay. she we could is, if we right now just off the just tried to pick a cardi b song out of the hat and start playing it we couldn't play one well no because we would get fined exactly. by the fcc i was listening to cardi b and bruno mars this morning <laughs> I think the song is called Please Me. We, we can't even <laughs> pull it. The title right no, there. we can't <laughs> even pull <laughs> Right. Donnie, I will never even ask you to pull that song because it is so delightfully <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> and filthy. <laughs> Cardi B is so just yeah. wonderfully raunchy right. in her lyrical content that it, there's no way that you could even rework the lyrics of a Cardi B song to make it a kid's bop appropriate. It's one you of just the things can. that what I do is when I am listening to those songs, they come up on my workout playlist. I'm already concerned that it's too loud in my headphones. And that I will, <laughs> You're blushing a little bit. I'm like, oh no. Oh, is this the full list? It looks like on here as well. It has, so Please Me is on. No. <laughs> no, no, they didn't do that. I think that would be great no. if it was on there. So let's Seven see. Let's find, life. what else is on here? Where else is your list? So this is Kids Bop 39. This is the latest album from Kids Bop. They have a lot of the songs that are charting right now. Girls Like You, mm-hmm. again featuring Cardi B, but that's a Maroon 5 yeah, song. Okay. Lost in Japan, that's Shawn Mendes. Okay. High Hopes, Panic at the Disco. East Side, we played that. One Kiss, Calvin Harris, and Dua Lipa. So a lot of the songs that are happening on the pop charts. Happier is on this, though. Happier is kind of a happy, depressing song, though. Happier by Marshmello and Bastille. Well, they don't care because the title's happier. Fair enough. You're right. Yeah. I mean, there one are, kiss. They, they, I don't want my kids singing a cleaned up version of one kiss. The Calvin mm-hmm. Harris song, one yeah. kiss, one kiss is, is all it takes. takes. Just play the song, right? Uh, yes. yes. There are the enough straw songs that are okay in and of themselves that right. don't need to be re-recorded by kids. Bop. No. No. And if it if if the lyrics are questionable, they shouldn't be. Leave them alone. Agreed. Artistic integrity. <laughs> Didn't we have this a few years ago? Maybe it just died where there was a group that wanted to take movies and take out all, basically change, take out all the offending parts of a movie so an 11 year old could watch it. I remember. Yes. And I go, just, Are you kidding your me? kid just doesn't get to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes what, cool. they don't get to watch it. Right. And Somet- I'm cool with that. Sometimes kids shouldn't watch Pulp Fiction. Right. I'm just going to put that out don't, there. Don't try Leave and these fix movies it so alone. that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They could. <laughs> they can watch it when they're older, maybe, right. which is fine. Can you mean, what if you're the screenwriter, the director? You just completely ruined my work. <laughs> right. Who gave you the right? Yeah, and it's why not are you necessary. So, why are you so starved for content as a parent? Yeah, that you're going. I have to fix this so you can watch it. You're I ki- just don't. Yeah. I don't get that either. <sighs> but we have plenty. Yeah. And uh, and I I I guess maybe it goes back to our previous conversation about why ugly dolls is a thing. Yep. You know, kind of thing where you're like, okay, but ugly dolls is made for kids, so I'm supposed to think it's dumb, and that's just <laughs> the way it works. Sometimes. You're not supposed to be like, wow, that was an intellectually stimulating cinematic experience. You're not exactly. the target audience. No, cinematographer did such great work on yeah, that. Wow. I am a parent. I'm like, sometimes it's just my job to just suck it up and deal with some dumb movie. Of course, yeah, that's, that's just part of the, oh, you like this, part you know. Of the job. There's sometimes where I'm like, okay, I'm glad you don't like this. And then there's some other sh- series than shows that I'm like, sweet, I'm glad. I like this one too. I can get the earworms from the backyard again. Still, yes. you know, kind of, I'm cool with it. Yes. That, you know, and I, I, I know I am very fortunate as a parent that there are some things that are inherently annoying that my son never got into. But I'm with everybody else where we were singing Frozen too long. Oh, of course. You know? Yeah. And so that's just the, that's the badge of honor as a parent. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those Dad, are the co- could, you play that v- could you play that VHS one more time? Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right. What was the repeat in your house, Donnie? Oh, I don't know. Like, I think I've blacked it out. Oh, good for you. I'm glad <laughs> but, that I, you give me hope for the future knowing that eventually fine. these things will go fine. away. I didn't mind. They could watch it a hundred times. I don't care. <laughs> you, you blocked well, you know, it out of your memory. I, I do want to mention that, uh, you know, Sunday is Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. And as, as we're running out of time for random thoughts, uh, Cinco de Mayo, and it's sorry to say, but not surprisingly, only 10% of people who were asked know what Cinco de Mayo oh, is. Jeez, tell so them. So they no. took a survey. Okay. 39%, this is the most common misconception, 39% said it's Mexican Independence Day. No. Nope. It is not. That is September twenty, uh, September sixteenth. Twenty six percent said it's a general celebration of Mexican American culture. Not quite. Thirteen percent said it's a day for drinking. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> At the least other, they're honest. Oh, they are boy. honest. Mm-hmm. And thirteen percent they had no idea what it was about. But ten percent did know the correct answer. Cinco de Mayo is the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the French in the Battle of Puebla yes. on May 5th, 1862. That is what Cinco de Mayo is all about. Thank you for that, yes. Donnie. So sure. everyone else, please keep it in mind. <laughs> and so you can, you know, after two margaritas, you can drop that little drop of knowledge on everyone else. That's and they right. will be amazed. Yes. Or they won't care. Yeah. <laughs> At Got that point, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't really care. Oh, no. You're not going to be that sloppy after yeah. two margaritas. Got any? I, I, I have a very low threshold. Fair enough. Oh yeah, Donnie uh, is Donnie's rosé all day. Yeah. Okay. If you didn't know that about Donnie, that's his favorite beverage. I, the gotcha. second glass, I'm like sitting down. I would enjoy watching that. <laughs> I would like to do that to you. Just to be, I would behold that and have great joy in Donnie's watching you slosh. Rosé part of the day. Yes. <laughs> that's part of the day. <laughs> 
well. I like what I like. Yeah. Do you. (laughs) That's right, Donnie. Don't let anyone else tell you to do otherwise. That's right. I've got to be me. (laughs) What's going on in the world of traffic? Is there anything going on Uh, yet? Yes, I want to check this uh, Highway 36 situation, and it looks like I'm waiting for my little traffic. Okay. A pair of VIP tickets to Shop Till You Drag, produced by Flip Phone Events, coming up Sunday, May 19th, Rosedale Center, 2.30 in the afternoon in the Von Mauer Court. And I will uh, take caller seven for those tickets at 651-641-1071. You know, this is the Lori and Julia show, and we have to keep with some tradition. And they are anticipating the arrival of little royal baby Sussex. Okay. Yeah. So we got to give you an update. Now, now we're going to go over here to the British bookies because booking and gambling, you can go and do that anywhere in the UK. Stop by your local William Hill and place a bet on any near thing. Well, one of the things that you can bet on is the birth of this royal baby Sussex. And so yesterday, um, one of the bookmakers in the UK, uh, Patty Power, thinks that a surge of wagers yesterday might mean that Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan secretly welcomed the royal baby already. So this company, a spokesperson telling the UK tabloid The Sun, we've suspended betting on which day Harry and Meghan's baby will arrive following a huge increase in wagers this evening, which indicates to us that someone knows something (sighs) and perhaps the child is already born. Because I wondered why you thought that the baby was already here. It's I the did, bookies. I did see the story that Prince Harry shortened his trip. He canceled he can't, his yeah, trip. Yeah, so the fact that he was yep. like, okay, I can't be gone. Right. Clearly they thought that it was imminent. Yes. That, you know, something was going on. Maybe she was feeling a little something and the baby was like, I'm ready. You know, so. I'm ready to make my debut. Now, exactly. the, the trip that Harry just canceled was a little short trip to Amsterdam. Okay. So, which is about 40 minutes away from London if you're going by plane. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so he canceled that. He was going to visit The Hague next week, too, in the Netherlands. Okay. But he canceled that trip. So, what that means to British bookies is they're saying mm. that because Harry has canceled his trip, that the baby is probably already here. And oh, that there's inside intel, Donnie. <laughs> the Sun tabloid. Oh, stop it. The Sun doesn't lie to us. No, not ever. at all. Not the ever. Sun. Ever. No. <laughs> ever. I don't know. I, I like the idea. And also, QE2, Queen Elizabeth, yes. is currently at Windsor Castle right now. The The Union Jack is flying at Windsor Castle. And when that is up, that means that the Queen is in town. Okay. She is at her place. Uh-huh. And Thanks. so, yeah. I'm thinking Grandma wanted to come visit the baby. Oh, All stop. right, <laughs> so stop it. Because Why stop it? I mean, it would only be a little early. It would be appropriately early because before they were saying there was going to be like the second week of this month anyway. I so thought the baby w- was supposed to be in April. It they was. just said spring. It was supposed to. Be I had read, April, and I and I am not the. I don't keep up on this as well as everybody else. I thought that I saw the second week of May. And so, oh, well, you, you know, yeah, so that is what I had been uh, had been reading and going, OK, neat. I know that I'm going to have a bunch of tweets around the second week of May talking about the baby and everybody just like when we were waiting on that baby giraffe. I'm like, I know all my friends on Twitter are going to be all excited about the baby coming. So I'm sure that uh, Twitter will be a flutter as soon as we get a chance to appropriately thank them. But well, I just look, I mean, I look at it from her perspective. Once you get within, you know that the baby is done baking. Yep. You're like, hurry up and come out. <laughs> There's like, there, don't be shy. Yeah, don't exactly. be shy. I don't miss you. Shy. I miss you. You can come out now. You yeah. can come out. We have, look at all these people waiting for you. Uh, the minute you are appropriately done baking as a pregnant lady, you're like, 
good. Come out. Yep. Like you can't yep. breathe. You're tired of going to the bathroom all the time. Your feet are you, probably swollen. Swollen. Can't, no matter how many handlers you have, if you are a princess, a duchess, you're still like you may come out now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to stay pregnant. Yeah. You still probably have cankles, even if you exactly. are Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't. You have somebody to rub them for you, but you're still like these are done. That's right. Now there are reports saying. That uh, a statement has been made saying that the baby hasn't been born yet. I'm here to tell you that I don't believe those and I'm putting my tinfoil hat on. I don't care what Buckingham Palace has to say. Oh. Don't care what Kensington oh, Palace on. has to say. That baby has not been born. You don't know? No, it would be such a breach of protocol to do that. How do we know? What do you mean a breach of protocol? You mean the because fact that there's not enough, the fact that they're lying? You mean no, that part? The fact that the baby had already been it would have been announced. It's it's it's, it's ceremonial. You There'd know? be trumpets oye, already. Oye, and, okay. and the guy comes out with the scroll and he posts it and Well, here's the thing <laughs> is that Harry and Megan said that they wanted to have a private welcome for their new child. Maybe this is going against protocol. Okay. Maybe we're not gonna have the bee feeder. Given the big royal call. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but how long do they manage to keep it private? Is it that they, the baby, do you, are you thinking the baby happened last night or two days ago, Holly? I'm thinking that your window, Shannon. Okay. Could be relevant to this wow. conversation. Okay. All right. So maybe the baby was supposed to be the last part of April, but they wanted us, they wanted privacy until the second week of May. Yeah. So they said, no, 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 we meant the second week of May. So these, in this window, we're leaving them alone. Here's my theory. Okay. Okay. Since, you know, the Lori and Julia show has a whole segment on theories. Yes. And we didn't, I don't know if we were supposed to get to that yesterday. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. So we got some theories. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Is that... The royal baby. Oh, hang on a second. I got an introduction for you. Just tell him your theory, Lauren. <laughs> All you. right. Theories. Here we go. Holly's theory. Here we go. Here's my theory on the royal baby. <laughs> Is that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry recently started their own Instagram account. Yes. Sussex Royal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My theory is, is that the photograph of the baby is going to make its world debut on Instagram. It's already mm. out. It's already here. The baby's oh already boy. done. The baby's okay. already done out of the oven. I'm fine with and that. And they are curating. They, and then we're going to have like a, a, a different Instagram post every yeah, day yeah, or something. Yeah. We're just going to have or we're just going to have a singular photograph of the baby with Meghan Markle and Harry. And they're going to be in this beautifully photographed okay. pose. I understand what you're saying, but you know what's going to happen because it's been happening to Megan all along that the royal snobs mm-hmm. are going to rip her a new one for doing this. That's I fine. Hope- Let them be snobs. No, hope- yeah, you know what they're like over there. <laughs> oh, how dare she do that? It's not how we do things over here. If they're I going can- to do that, I hope that they go all Netflix, Hulu on us and they drop a whole season of pictures. Like, they- like oh, I can binge. You- yeah. I want video content. I want little like behind the scenes. I want her to talk about whether they decided that they were going to plant the a tree on the placenta. I want to know all that. That's what I want. I want a whole series of content. You want her ingesting the, the pills. Yes, on the new Sussex. You know, I want the new baby Sussex. Oh, like, right. You just like, please, can you give us... A season of content that I can binge. I feel like we're just going to get one, one tastefully picture. done photograph 
from Meghan and Harry. We're not getting the royal. We're not the royal call. We're not getting any of that hmm. kind of stuff. But this is just my tinfoil hat theory. On I all understand of this. where you're coming from. Right. Yeah, and and if she does get flack, so what? Because she's been getting flack from the royal snobs throughout this oh, whole yeah, thing. She can do no and right. Sh- no. She yeah. can do no right. So. Yeah. So that's a game that she totally understands that she'll never be able to win. And that's totally fine. Megan, we're here for you. Yes. Show us a picture of your baby on Instagram because we know that you already had <laughs> had the baby. All right. You, you actually think she's had it? I actually do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that they're just being real private, real covert like that. Hmm. And I know it's going against royal protocol. But that's okay. Okay. It's the 21st yeah. century, Donnie. I know. Things got to get freshened true. up. <laughs> Henry VIII is dead. Yes, he is. <laughs> right, Queen Victoria see. is dead. Gone. Gone. Yeah, King George, not around. No, nope. no, you know. no. Yeah. Do you think Queen Elizabeth gives a darn? I don't think so with this. I think that she probably gave a darn with William and Kate. Because William is going to be the king. Okay. And the children are also going to be in line to be right. the king and the queen, et cetera, et cetera. I also think that William and Kate are more invested in tradition in a right. way that Harry and Meghan are not. Mm. This is more of he's the black sheep rogue person over here, I see, I feel as well. Right. So if he's going to take a left, he's going to continue to take lefts. Yeah. And why not? Yes. And I think that the queen. Oh, we say why not. I don't think they get to say why not. <laughs> I know. Here it's are. not like me going, hey, you know what? My mom always used this one dress. <laughs> I decided that I'm going to buy one at, at Von Mar. Oh. I don't think. <laughs> I know. They don't get to just say why not. Like We're just we two do. boobs on the radio <laughs> right. in the Midwest, in the yeah. United States. Oh, why not? Why not? You know, Fly in not? the face of all tradition, royal. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Have your wedding reception at Chuck E. Cheese. No, I mean, look, come on. I mean, I, I think the whole royal thing is just is a bunch of nonsense anyway. Well, you're a constitutionalist, I'm Donnie. A, actually, over in the UK, if you're anti-monarch, you're called a Republican. A Republican. Okay. Okay. Fair Republican. Yes. So, not in this country, I'm not. But over there, I'm a Republican. Fair I'm enough. Not, I don't bow down to nobody. I feel like you just... <laughs> revealed a truth about yourself, Donnie, that you may have been afraid to share with Lori and Julia. What? That you're a Republican. No, not here. Over in the UK. No, that's what I meant. Oh, no, they know that. Oh, okay. I think it's a bunch of hooey. Okay. I'm not bowing to anybody. Who are you? Why should I be bowing to you? Who are you? like, isn't this why we came here? Yeah. (laughs) Get away from that. Donnie meets the queen. He goes up to her and shakes her hand. Hi, Liz. Slaps on the back. (laughs) Suck. That's an hanging. I hope you would not be that casual with a little old lady, period. My mother was the same way. Okay. You know, I mean, at one time in my life, I was a British citizen. Not anymore, but we were all British citizens, and she just had no time for this royal family nonsense. Fair enough. Okay. That's right. All right. Well, when we come back, we got a Hollywood speak. We got a big stack. We got to talk about Mm -hmm. Woody Allen, Brad Pitt. Deborah Messing. We'll mm. be back. Everywhere I go, I got a million different people trying to kick it. But... So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh, we got a Hollywood speak, Miss Shannon okay. and Donnie. Let's uh, get right to it. Oh, nobody wants to uh, work with Woody Allen anymore. Oh, um, shocking. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> I'm surprised he got as long of a run as he did. He can't I mean, get anyone to publish his memoir. Oh, sad for Woody hey Allen. Hey, man, self-publish. Yeah, right. So self-publish. Well, uh, a representative of Woody Allen says that uh, publishing executives are not wanting to publish his memoirs because Woody Allen has toxic challenges. Hmm. Uh-huh. Say the least. 
Yeah, so this according to the New York Times saying executives and multiple publishing houses said that an agent representing Allen approached their companies about the memoir late last year, but they made no offers largely because of all the negative publicity that working with Alan well, may have generated. Not that that requires a lot of translation, but I think that they also think that that means that they will make no money by publishing it. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know? Nobody is nobody's going to buy it, gonna buy yeah. it. for and this story. All, exactly. Nobody's here for it. All it's going to turn into is backlash, backlash. How dare you? Yep. Exactly. They'll make no money off of the deal, so why are they going to mm. do it? Thank you. All right. right, Hollywood speak this Brad Pitt's movie Ad Astra disappears from its May 24th release date. Quietly vanished off of the release (laughs) schedule. Oh, I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're at 20th Century Fox. It was bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guess. Yes. <laughs> I think sometimes they think they can edit things good. <laughs> like like they could go, this. It, I don't think this turned out the way we thought. We'll fix it in post. And they think they can edit it long enough. And then they go, no. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Then you're just like, oh, no, that is totally what? crap. Now, there was a blind item that was published. So blind items being gossip that floats around the Internet that doesn't exactly pinpoint the subject. And it was essentially saying that this movie, Ad Astra, I mean, you, you kind of mm-hmm. solved, filled in for X, that this movie was so bad that they had never seen a movie featuring a big movie star like Brad mm. Pitt that was just unsalvageable. And apparently, like you just said, Miss oh. Shannon, that they tried to fix this movie right. in post, in editing. It's like, well, let's just get this on film and then we'll see what we can do in the editing room because that's a lot of times where movies are really put together. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you yeah, know, sure. you, you can't... You can save a movie in the editing room, can't you? Oh, of course. Yeah. Often. Yeah. So this movie, we may never see it. It's a science fiction movie. It is. And yeah. it stars Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones. Donald Sutherland and- is in it. Yeah, so it, big names there. You would think that Ad Astra would be pretty good, but apparently it was going to go head to head to the live action reboot of Aladdin that's coming out Memorial Day weekend, and that movie is expected to dominate at the box office. But this was already backed up because it wasn't supposed yep. to come out in January or something. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was January already supposed to come out, and it, they yeah. pushed it. You know, and like now they, they pushed it again. Yeah, and you know, people. I think I've talked to a couple people about this movie, and they're like, well, what the heck is that? <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, what is exactly. it about? Is well, what is it? Because oh. the studio didn't do any kind of no, press for no, this movie no. whatsoever. Because a movie with Brad Pitt coming out Memorial Day weekend would probably at least get a trailer by this point Yes, no trailer. Time. We don't have any... Uh, Even no, the there third, are no still photographs. The third, yeah. T- yeah, the third <laughs> tier stars aren't pushing it because like jamie kennedy's supposed to be in it he was just in town performing it like what uh at uh at one of the casinos yeah and he was going around doing press and he was like oh by the way i got a movie coming out too yeah. he, didn't, he was just like hey come see my show yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. no, ruth ruth Negga is in this from uh, the movie loving a fantastic cast yeah she's a wonderful actress you a man think. journeys across a lawless solar system to find his missing father a renegade scientist who poses a threat to humanity that's all we know yeah. So, and I feel like we're never going to know. 
Initial release, Germany and Russia. <laughs> oh, no. It's well, going to get buried. It's going to yeah. all of a sudden pop up on Netflix. Or it's going to be released on demand very quietly. Yeah. Yes, yes. We're just on Disney wait. Plus. Yeah. Like, maybe get, they'll just wait. $5 and be... on Voodoo. <laughs> V-U-D-U. Yes, V-U-D-U. V-U-D-U. Oh, yes. I was like, is that porn? <laughs> it's, no, I don't know what voodoo no. is. And who pays for porn these days? Well, Goodness that is gracious. true. I mean, Goodness. if you were paying for that, I mean, I got a, I got a bridge to sell you. Yes, come uh, on now. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't beat wow. a ladder. Nice segue. <laughs> you can't beat a ladder. How do we get the porn from that? Well, you I know. Don't know. <laughs> all, that's what the internet is built of. You move quickly. You know, yeah, True. we do. Let's move on. Stones. Yes, right? It, the, the internet was built on two things. Porn and Grateful Dead tapes. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Latter one. Yeah. Grateful Dead tapes? Yeah. Truth. Of them in concert, you mean? Yeah. Like Truth. old like bootleg, bootleg yes. tapes. Wow. Nerds at Stanford would message <laughs> right. each other back and forth about what kind of Grateful Dead bootleg tapes they had available. Correct. Wow. And that is why we have the okay. internet. Thank you for well, letting me share the history lesson uh, yeah, for you. Thank welcome. you, and Ms. Roberts. We appreciate it. Um, Hollywood speak this. Fox will cut back on commercial breaks in the 2020 Super Bowl. The best part of this story is why. <laughs> There's a line in this story. Hang on. Please find the line yes, that delights you, you Donnie. <laughs> because I have the story that they okay. intend, Fox, who broadcasts the Super Bowl, intends to cut one commercial break from each quarter in the Super Bowl in 2020. The league and TV networks are trying to find new ways to keep football compelling to a generation of viewers to seize any break in the action to turn to social media or surf a fantasy league site on their tablet. That's dumb. Because the whole thing is that most people don't even want to watch the game. There's a whole series of people that only watch it because of the ads. Thank you. And so I think that it's putting too much pressure on the ads is why they're cutting it. Uh, I got news for the NFL and the TV networks. Hmm. They're not going to find a way to keep football compelling to the new generation of viewers. That ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's It's a new paradigm. Oh, Donnie, you're you're woke over there. Thank yes, you. well done. <laughs> I used imbroglio yesterday, so yes, I had to throw in yeah. a $10 word today. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Also, the fact, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, this last year in the Super Bowl in 2019, it's that companies were debuting their Super Bowl commercials a week out. Oh, yeah. So then you already saw. You've already seen them. So there's yeah. really no reason to watch. No. no, there's absolutely no reason to watch. There's no anticipation, excitement, or surprises with the Super Bowl ads. And the Super Bowl, really, it's a crapshoot on whether or not you're going to have an exciting game. Oh, gosh, yes. Right. Or and you're going to have just this a dud. was, was garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> boring. Everything about it was boring. There wasn't a blot. I mean, and, and I, so I think... Taking the sizzle out, which is the commercials, it's one of the few destination commercial programming opportunities out there. Yeah, yep. that's you know there are very few things that you watch because of the commercials. You normally watch them in spite of the commercials. Yeah, I would say that the Super Bowl is the only broadcasting entity where you go and actively watch the ads because you know that they will be the hot topic, right? And water right. cooler mm-hmm. fodder. Right. Yeah, like that's it. So especially for that audience that they're talking about, you're taking away the thing that they come to the game for. To tweet about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So 
I don't know why they don't. I don't care oh. about the game. I want the commercial. And, yeah. I, and I'm sure they're going to make their same money because they're just going to make every ad rate a little bit higher on the other ones. So now they get to look like they're super serving their fans. So they get to say that even though none of us asked for this. No. <laughs> exactly. That is not what I asked for. I asked you to not put Maroon 5 in the halftime show. That's what I asked for. I did not ask for less commercials of the few good commercials I want to watch. I had erased Maroon 5 from the Super Bowl from my memory, Miss Shannon, but then you just brought it back. Have some memory worms. Have some memory worms. Oh, well, I had 30 seconds of big boy (coughs) in the Super Bowl. We had our 30 seconds. That's all we got. All right, so let's Hollywood speak Deborah Messing. Yeah. Because she's setting the record straight, you guys, (laughs) about whether or not she's gone under the knife. So she posted some selfies and she was looking beautiful. And some people were, you know, maybe just uh, asking uh, Deborah Messing where she got her new face. <laughs> she was looking a little bit plastic. A little bit. Yeah. But Deborah Messing wants to set the record straight. She Alrighty. said that her new fresh look comes from getting tons of facials. Mm-hmm. And uh, that she okay. hasn't received a facelift. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Miss Shannon, did you see the photo? Yes, I did. Okay, she looks yeah. a little taut. And yes. also, she says, <laughs> I always have eyeliner on the bottom of my eyes to make them look bigger. I thought, see, and I was fine with saying you didn't have surgery because I know a million apps out there that can just make you look oh, different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I had gone with that first mm-hmm. with the little Photoshop angle. Yeah. Um, but I don't understand... Um, Hollywood stars who are as beautiful as Deborah Messing. Uh, if you did have surgery, just admit you got good surgery. Yeah. Well, and here's, <laughs> I bet you got because ri- clearly this is a good picture. Yeah, like so you got know, really good surgery. Let me know who's doing your face. Here's the Hollywood speak. Mm-hmm. No, she didn't get a facelift, so she can deny that very specific procedure. But do not tell the world that you haven't been injecting and, uh, yes. and exfoli- and doing all of the procedures and just be Everything honest but, about it. Right. Everything but because mm-hmm. I want somebody to inject my face. If I do, if <laughs> it looks right, if it I looks want right. to use your guy. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Give us the number right. of your person, Deborah Messing, because mm-hmm. you look beautiful. Selfish. That's yeah. what she's being, is selfish. All right. Well, when <laughs> we come back, we got a special treat. Donnie is going to be sharing some thoughts that he has oh in the studio.